0: Starting on page forty-eight, six lines on the top. And just to recap, we just started a new Maimur. Two types of day revelation is mamale and seviv, and maimer Lishi, which is referring to chesam is referring to revelation of the third oyer, which is of atzmos mechai esim Rab and the abundant mercy, and that's specifically what can cause chesam So, what is the idea of chaim and mavis is tev and ra like it says in the verse, so the reason for, toiv is the reason for life, ra is the reason for death. Tehidimitzis are good and life, like we see in many verses, so therefore they literally enliven a person, not only somebody who doesn't, who understands the tehidim and understands what he's davening, that obviously gives him life, even somebody who doesn't, the, the letters themselves give him life, they connect him to Hashem, the true life. That's what it means, when I don't understand, I'm mean, is... Your words, literally, of Torah and tefila, give me life, connect me to you. And so too, through mitzvahs, The opposite, evil, is uh, ra, is the reason for movis. Like it says, and the through this hate, which is obviously ra, caused misa in the, in the world. T'chiyas um, is that the, the the dead person turns, or the dead entity turns into a life. And that is physically and spiritually, the, the physical sense is that the nefesh is becomes removed from the body and the body remains like just like a, an inanimate stone, which cannot intellectualize, cannot hear, cannot see. And the tchismesim is that the body becomes renewed like a new creation and has the ability to hear, hear and see and to live in the flesh. And so, to spiritual sense, um, there is a chmisaruchnisim. So the person doesn't understand godliness and doesn't learn Torah, and doesn't learn chassidus, and can't see the shkorah bratis and doesn't understand and feel any godly energy, any godly. Godliness in his life and chesamaisim in the spiritual sense is becomes all of a sudden aroused to learn pimishtotera and to understand godliness and contemplate about it until he can see with his eyes and start sensing godliness until it becomes expressed and learning totera and having good this and just like chesamaisim is through the revelation of Hashem's true essence so too it is chesamaisim beruchnis let me explain now we start to explain what this means why chesamaisim beruchnis has to be through specifically Hashem's very essence, because chaim life comes from muker chaim, the, the source of life. What's the source of life? Malkos b'zilos. How it's still in the world of zilos, totally removed and exalted from the created worlds of biyah. That is the level. That's the source of all life of the created worlds. That's where it's drawn, drawn down from. The idea of misa is when that energy of Malkos b'zilos becomes removed from the creation back to its source, and therefore, in order to enliven that dead thing, now it's impossible to go back to the same level even though it originally, originally gave it a life, but you can't go back to that same level. Now, after it's already been removed, you need a higher level which is transcend that. It's not going to just go back. So therefore, you have to have a level which transcends the Mokr which is Rahim Rabim, in mercy of Hashem's true essence, which transcends even the source of life. From there, you can draw down energy again to basically resurrect the dead. Starting six lines from the top. So from this conclusion from this, we can understand, you can know that the, the root of the idea of resurrection of the dead is a lot higher than the concept of creation yesh Why? Why is the idea of resurrection of the dead, of resurrecting a dead entity a lot higher than the creation of yesh of or something from nothing? a Creation of of something from nothing comes from the idea of, from the level of Makar Chaim, from Malkus of Even though that it's true, the true source of creation, is from Chokmah, how it receives from Kesir. because obviously to create something from nothing can't just be from the level of Malkus, which is the lowest Vita, which already relates to a more contracted um, external ray of divinity. You need to have a revelation from Hashem's essence, which transcends all that, which is basically chokhmah funneling the energy from kesser, but the creation and the energizing of this entity in actuality comes from malchus. Like it says that chokhmah comes from ayn, from nothingness. That's the deeper explanation of this verse. The chokhmah she rises, she rises, she rises, the aid of and the kesser. So Chachma me stems from ain, comes from ain, is found from ain. What does that mean? The chokma, which is the beginning of the chain of creation, it's the highest level of all the Sviris and the highest Chochmo the highest, the beginning of all the chain of creation. It's the beginning of the revelation of the energy of the life force, which is drawn down from the concealed level of Hashem's will, which is synonymous with kesser, the crown of Hashem the encompassing divine energy, the infinite revelation of divinity. So the beginning of that revelation of the light of Keser, of the will of Hashem, starts in Chachma of Atzilus. Therefore it's found from Ayin, from nothingness. Why do we call it Ayin? Because it's above revelation. It's not within our realm of of conception. That's why it's called Ayin, nothingness. Chachma is the beginning of that revelation. And from Chachma, the divine energy draws down to Bina. And then Bina, Goes down and gives birth to the midas to the emotions, midas elianis. Obviously, the supernal motion of atzilus. Ad adiber until we get down to malchus of atzilus, which is the letters of speech. The malchus in which which uh, creates, brings into being and enlivens from nothing to something, all the worlds, all the created worlds of bia. So, what do we see? That B'ri'a, Yashmi meiain is stemming from Makar from Malchus Batzilas, even though obviously it has to start from the channeling, the truly pure, infinite divine energy in order to create something from nothing. But the actual creation and the actual enlivening of that entity of the creation, creative worlds of Biyah comes about through Malchus Batzilas. That is the Dibur, the speech, which actually speaks out and gives life to creation. Right? Everything comes through Hashem's Dibur the Asara Maris, the Ten Utterances. So the Debra itself is the actual life force of and the bringing into being of all the creation, even though the source of all that and the potential for that creation of something from nothing comes from a lot higher level. But the actuality, the actual level, which is enlivening and giving life, is Hashem's Debra, is Malchus Abotilus. And the source of Tichas comes from a lot higher level than Malchus Abotilus. So therefore, it must be that Tichas the source of that, because it may a lot higher than creation from um, something from nothing, which comes from only and Now, through the sin of the tree of knowledge, like we said before that, there, the evil and good was totally separated and eating from the tree of knowledge, good and knowledge basically made a mixture now of the ra with the toiv, and now caused the overpowering of the Ra over the Taif and brought death to the world. Which basically means this Uyur, which comes from Makr Chaim, now returned back to it's elevated back to its source. And from that original source cannot happen, like we said. Rather, now, in order to resurrect um resurrect the, the Misa, which is brought to the world, I mean, basically in order to bring back this concept that Misa should basically be abolished from creation, which was caused originally by the Chet Eitzadas, which brought Misa to the world. Now, you can't go back to the original source from which where life came from, or life comes from, which is Malkus of Etzillas. Rather, now you have to go to a higher level, you have to go down from the essence of Hashem, which is not even in the realm of being the, a source of a source to worlds. Because a source to worlds is Mokr Chayim is Malchus of That's the source for worlds, not the direct energy of the worlds. It's the source for that energy which comes in clothing worlds. But the essence of Hashem isn't even the source of the source because it's meaning it's not even a source for Malchus Vasilis, which you could say is Chokhmah of Vasilis, maybe the source, or the Midas of Vasilis, which are the source for Malchus of Atilis, From The Midas comes to the Dibur. But the essence of Hashem is totally transcending any relationship to worlds. So therefore, it can has the ability to come down and now bring, abolish Misa and bring it resurrect the dead. And from that level of Hashem's true essence, that is where is drawn down the ability to enliven, to resurrect the dead and that he should basically transform into being alive. And that's the idea it says in Gemara, because I'll talk about this, do, which is going to be at the resurrection of the dead. Do that Hashem is destined to, to enliven the dead, to resurrect the dead with. What is this tal tchir? Shuhub ch'enest tal the matika, like the Zayar says, this is the dew which drips from atik, which atik, shuhub ch'enest atzim sayin safe, baruchu shlomaylam ch'enest and makulatilus. Atik, we already know, it comes from the word natak, being totally removed from creation, and removed in the sense where it's not even a source of a source of creation. So this tal, shuhub ch'enest atzim this dew, is relating, is referring to Hashem's true essence, infinite essence, which is above even being a source or a root for atzillus. that's returning back to what we said, this is what it means, Hashem resurrects the dead only through abundant mercies. The abundant mercies, not just Stan, but abundant rabim, referring to the unlimited, the blikvul, mercies of Hashem's true essence, which is totally unlimited, truly unlimited. That has the ability to be mason. The because the light and the energy, divine energy, which is drawn down from the level of the source of life of World of Batzilus, Makhas of Batzilus, yesh Katz Vikilyan, to that energy has the concept of an end to it and a removing of it, like what happened and the das. Causing, causing Misa. Now there is this ability that this divine energy of Malchus of can now be bestowed, can be removed from the entity from the creation, causing death. So therefore, it cannot be the source for the life again, but the abundant mercy of Hashem's true essence which is fully unlimited, therefore there's no kets to them. and that from there can be drawn down to enliven, to resurrect the dead because there's no limit to it. There's nothing, there's no end to it. But once the divine energy which is drawn down from Makar chayim, which relates to creation, therefore it's a limited divine energy, that energy has an end to it. And therefore, once it's been removed, they can't come back. But the Rachemim Rabim, which are unlimited, truly unlimited from Hashem's true essence, that never has an end, therefore can, therefore can resurrect the dead. So therefore, this concept of the source of being, of Chayim is even higher than Yashme'ayin. ayn that's a creation of an entity. Which is the whole, seemingly the idea of M'chayim Esim. No, really, that's just the creation of the entity, the enlivening of that, energy, of that entity, of that creation from M'ochas of But the basically transformation of that entity from death back to life is, comes from an even higher level, which is totally unlimited, which is from Rahim Rabim, of Hashem's true essence. Now, starting Ois bays of this minor. Just like in the physical resurrection of the dead, it's through the Tal this do the special do which will resurrect the dead. Which we already explained, this Tal refers to revelation of such a supernal divine energy, which is even higher than the Mokr Chaim, higher than the source of life, which is referring to malchus of Atilas, how it's still in its... Exalted state and basically in its pristine state in the world of Attilus, removed from all the worlds. So This has to be through the Tal which is the revelation basically of hashem's true essence, which transcends even Makos of Atsilis in its exalted state. So too is true in the resurrection of the dead, it only comes about through a supernal energy, a supernal divine energy, divine light, which is even higher than divine energy and the revelation of divinity, which is drawn down through Talecho. Like it says, in the verse, in, in implication of this verse being that tal, that the divine energy which is called tal, which causes tchazmesim, even higher than terumitzis, it says kital Which the deeper explanation of this verse is not. This is not the simple explanation that the dew of your lights. Tal zul- Eides, the dew of lights, is your Tal. So we see that there's this Tal is truly something which is yours, which is to Hashem's true essence, and it's a level of Eid. And that transcends even the divine energy, which is drawn down through Tehid Amitsis. It can't be just that a person goes back to doing Tehid If he became a mace, beruchnis through doing Sins... He can't just go back to being doing, doing Torah Mitzvah and therefore automatically he's going to come back to life and come back to connect to Hashem. There has to be something else which is going to get him to a higher level because he's already lost that connection to that Mokr Chaim which is drawn down through Torah Mitzvah. Now he has to come to Rachmim Rabim which can only happen through Tshuva. Tshuva is the thing which he needs which will lift him up to that level of Hashem's true essence, Rachman Rabim, to enliven, to resurrect him, to bring him back to connection to godliness which, like we're going to say now. The <laughs> Hineg. And this is the original question on page 47 of, just like Begash, Meshach Mesim is through a gili atzim, so too B'chach Mesim And then we wanted to explain that Mokr is Malkhaz and you have to have something higher to get to the resurrection of the dead, and how B'riye Yashmi'ayin is not even as high as, um, the source of B'riye Yashmi'ayin is not as high as the source of T'chach Let's explain this now. The Enix Eve, it says in the verse, the fear of Hashem gives life. as when a person fulfills with fear of heaven. Hu that gives him life, gives him connection to godliness, which is true life. And being that he becomes connected to godliness through doing Tedam with yidashim, with fear of heaven, which is a prerequisite to fulfilling Tehidah mitzvah is simple basic fear of Kabbalah sale and basically putting yourself on the side and doing what Hashem wants and not just doing what you want so when you fulfill mitzvah with Yiddish Shemayim with basic fear of heaven that is what gives you life It is what connects you to godliness and obviously enlivens a person with true life of connection to Hashem and it says there's a cloud in tayra, which is usually in different aspects of and Shabbos." About carrying, um, technically carrying another person is not considered really carrying because of a chai noisiyat because a living person carries his own light, weight. It's not dead weight. Obviously, it's still aser But the point is over here, this concept, how it applies over here, a person becomes alive, enlivened through fulfilling tatum of with your shemaim, connected to godliness. And, and when a person's alive, a chai noisiyat Spiritual idea is that when you're alive, you, be, you, you uplift yourself, you carry your own weight. Meaning, you carry yourself to higher levels. When you're connected to Hashem, you are, you are automatically going to be lifting yourself up. You're going to be lifted to higher and higher heights. <sighs> somebody who's alive, somebody who's alive, with meaning a true life, a life of Teta And fear of heaven, He carries Himself, He uplifts Himself. What does that mean? Just by fulfilling Tadim the he's automatically going to be uplifted and refined and purified from time to time. He's going to be uplifted more and more as time goes on. Just by the fact that he's at, at some fact that he's just fulfilling Tadim and connecting himself to true life, life carries itself it uplifts itself. So just fulfilling Tadim itself is going to make him more edel, more refined. Like the Fiddhartha continues in Yiddish, Ervert alt edler and he becomes more refined and higher and then he goes three different things, which becomes, which becomes elevated in his mind, his bides and his hanhogis, his um, mind, his intellect. I mean, his intellect, his emotions, and his actions and the way he acts. So, basically, called of so just by being alive, fulfilling Torah he can be uplifted in his ability to grasp more um, da'as, thinking on more abstract ideas, refined ideas. And to internalize these ideas more and more. He grasps every intellectual idea in a deeper way and in a more abstract and a more refined way. That's one way he's going to be uplifted. And also, somebody who becomes alive, determined, is being be uplifted automatically in his emotions. Shaheemides, Tevis, in the email, he says that he's going to have good and sweet emotions. And the Diuk is here two different lush, lush, lush of so tevis and the emos, good and sweet. midis tevis, because you can have a person that has good midis, aval built in the emis, but they're not sweet still. Well, it is with heaven, because naturally this is not a person which by nature is very refined. So he might have good midas. He might act with good midas. But he still it's not sweet. There's something missing here, because he's not a naturally refined person. In even his Midas, ima and Tevis this person who doesn't have it was not edel, naturally edel. So even his his midas, even though that they might be good midas, and they're truly good, but they're still not sweet. And they could even sometimes be grub, very coarse midas. Like we see, the sages say, an example of this type of person, that has good midas, he's doing a good thing, he's acting in a good way because of his good midas, but at the same time, his midas are not ni'imais, they're not sweet, they're still, it's still a little bit grub. The so sages saying, Yash aviv, There's a person that feeds his father, which is obviously an he's doing a good thing by feeding his father, uh, good Midah, taking care of his of his parents and having Chesed. But he's feeding him pisyuni, which what Rashi explains, means slough Rashi. Uh, this is a type of bird, which is the slav, which descended, fell to the Jewish people in the midbar, which they ate, the slough the quail. So it's a important and fat bird. But this actually drives him away from the world. What does that mean? Rashi explains. Shenanashalab becomes punished because of this. He's actually showing a um, stinginess in the feeding of his father because he's not feeding him basically the best types of foods. He's feeding this fatty, a lot of fat. It's not meat. It's not a good meat. So... Um, he's going to become punished because that even though he's doing a good meal he's doing a good thing by feeding his father he's giving him not he's being stingy with what he's feeding this so is an example of somebody who has good meals but the meat is not in the they not sweet because there's still grub his natural grub his natural coarseness naturally he's a very coarse person is their toiv or So even as good still co- is still is of course to- good. but somebody who's truly alive, like doing tere mitzvahs so with the year automatically becomes uplifted and elevated and refined more and more, time to time becomes more and more refined. So even as good midas are, be- are going to become more less and less grub and more sweet. Like we just explain the difference between grub and and good midas. So that's another thing. Now, that's now, me this. Now, also in him and all this way, there's his way he, he conducts himself. Shem is always going to be filled with basically empathy, a feeling of another person. And, and he's always going to have empathy for the other person. Sympathy, empathy, he's going to feel that, put himself in the other person's shoes. The more that he's alive, connected to Hashem, the more he's automatically going to be uplifted, elevated in his empathy and his feeling for others. Tine, this, in who So now we're going to explain the true idea of life And how this connects to the idea of empathy Of feeling others And somebody who's connected to true life And automatically becomes uplifted As time goes on He's going to have more of a feeling for others Because the true idea of life is A strong, strong quote here Important quote The true idea of life Is the lack of feeling alive The lack of the feeling of the life What does that mean? When a person starts to feel his life, he starts to feel a pain in his body. Usually when a person is just alive, he doesn't feel anything. That's a sim, a simon, a sign that he's that's, everything's healthy. But when he starts feeling different pa- aches and pains in his body, he starts feeling his life in his body, that's a sign of something bad happening. So the true idea of life is something was is the lack of feeling of that life. The Uflichtiger, the is the true um, idea mean, of life is not feeling the life he doesn't feel the specific life force energy within his organs and also he doesn't feel the general life force of his whole body just being alive, he doesn't feel it, he's just, he's just alive he's just alive, he doesn't feel that he doesn't notice anything in his life he just goes on and he's alive Lept and he lives without feeling life. So, even though, obviously, don't think this is a bad thing. Even the hergish, feeling feeling something is good when it comes to intellectual concepts. and also it's a good mida that you feel other people. Your empathy for other people. You are feeling the what they're going through. Like we see clearly that somebody who is able to feel to sense. To feel a intellectual idea is a lot higher than without any comparison to somebody who just understands the intellectual idea. If it just stays within his brain, within his mind, that's obviously nothing compared to somebody who is able to take that ascola and start feeling it, and which automatically transforms into mitzvahs and into good a, a change of who he is. Because a person can, in his mind, understand something, understands it's not good to smoke the dogma. But just because he understands it, doesn't change him. Only when he starts to feel it, when it, when he starts to really relate to it. And usually when he basically sees that people that are harmed from it, there it comes down to the heart and he actually starts to relate to it. So basically, feeling, we're saying here, somebody who doesn't feel his life, is that means he's, it's, it's that the, the lack of feeling life is, means he's alive. Don't think, so feeling usually in other things, in other basically modes, for example, in a skull is a good thing. It's better when a person brings something down to feeling, just not doesn't stay in his brain. And that's the true idea, the true masculine is somebody who feels that which he intellectualizes. Not just somebody who understands it. So feeling is a good thing when it comes to haskala But when it comes to over here, um life, when it comes to somebody, life, just feeling your life and your body, and your limbs and your organs not a good thing you don't want to be feeling these things the feeling itself is showing you that is that there's an issue in the in the body we'll stop here four lines at the top or five lines from the top of 49 then the word the line says Bufflat.